Kayla with Kick-Ass Divorce Recovery, and I am here coming at you from the car ride on the way to work. Um, so this morning I wanted to talk to you a little bit about why um, I don't consider myself pro-divorce. So you would think as a divorce coach, I profit from people ending their marriages. So you would think that I would be like, yay, divorce, and I would be super quick to encourage people to divorce, but I actually do not feel that way at all. Um, and the reasons for that are pretty extensive. Um, I'll start with my own divorce, right, and um, how that kind of played out. So my ex met somebody really quickly once we started kind of, like, once we really were like, hey, I think we're going to get a divorce, it was like, boom, he met somebody. I mean, it was like, you know how uh, opportunities just come and knock in when those doors start opening. It, boy, damn, did they, right? And so anyway, he met somebody really quickly, and I was just in absolute denial, right? Like, I thought that I wanted a divorce all the way up until the moment when he walked out, and then it was like... I realized all the things that I had done wrong um, throughout the marriage, right? Like, you know, when you're in it, when you're in marriage, it is so hard to see, like, to see the whole picture, right? Like, it's like you're too close to it. And so it's hard, it's easy to be able to be like, oh, well, he does this and he doesn't do this. And, ah, like, it's easy to pick out all the flaws in the other person, but it's a lot harder to pick out the flaws in you. And so for years I had been operating under this, you know, guise that he was the problem, right? That, like, he could not get his life together for whatever reason. And the truth was, well, that just wasn't the truth, right? The truth was that I, I played my own very intricate role in, you know, the demise of my marriage, right? And I just, I... <sighs> blamed and was a victim and justified a complaint, right? Like I do, I did all those things that I tell you guys, you gotta not, right? Especially when you're in the divorce, right? You can't, you can't do those things. You definitely don't want to do them in your marriage if you're trying not to get a divorce, right? If you're trying to get a divorce, well then keep up the good work, right? Because it will definitely work <laughs> eventually. But, um, I'm going to tell you that when people tell me that they're having relationship problems, my, you know, gut reaction is, have you checked you? You know, have you checked to see what it is that you struggle with? Because everybody knows what their other person, what their spouse struggles with. Like, everybody can list that off with literally no problem, no hesitation whatsoever. But very few people um, know... Sorry, the roads may be icy, apparently. Very few people know what they actually are the root cause of in their own relationships, right? Like, we all have our own pile of triggers and bullshit that we show up with to a relationship. And most of us leave those triggers and that bullshit completely unexplored in lieu of picking apart our partner, right? And so being able to go, okay, like, you know, yes, they definitely have things that they do that drive me fucking crazy. But what are the things that I do that drive them fucking crazy? What are the things that I do that actually don't create any kind of positive movement um, or forward motion in my relationship? And the truth is, we just suck at doing this, okay? 
Like, we suck at doing this. And I'm not even going to tell you that I think that therapy helps because at this point they've proven, <coughs> excuse me, that couples therapy is like the kiss of death for most marriages, right? Like, it's just, it's not very productive. Uh, because by the time most people finally show up and make the move, uh, they're already in a really bad place, right? So, um, yeah. So with that being said, in my own relationship, it was like overnight. I was like, oh dear God. And it was like, I knew exactly what I had done wrong, all the things I had done wrong, seven years, eight years, nine years worth of wrongs. I knew them. Right, And this was tremendously painful for me, okay? Because all of a sudden I felt tremendous guilt. I felt tremendous shame for how I behaved in my relationship. I felt tremendous pain because my ex was like, nah, I'm done. Like, and he was. He was done. I mean, he had found somebody new and he was D-O-N-E, right? Like, the shit was dead. And I was over there like, but wait, I know what's wrong now it was me, you know, which is not entirely true either, right, like, it was both of us, but, um, anyway, so, now, my stance for most people, because I ended my marriage just absolutely uncertain that we couldn't save it, in fact, I will tell you, on the day of divorce court, which I did not know how naked and vulnerable divorce court is but we literally showed up for divorce court there's 50 other people in the, the courtroom it's a small town very small town and there are people there for all types of other business like people are adopting children and stuff like that like people are there for happy reasons right and we are the very first people on the docket and uh we get up there and they you know make us like hold up our hand and like agreed to certain things based on what we had already said in the divorce paperwork that had been drawn up by my lawyer. And one of the questions that they asked was, do you believe that this is in the best interest of your son? And at that point, I did not believe that, okay? I did not because I knew what I had done wrong, right? It was like overnight, I knew all the things that I had messed up on, like, and so I was just like, I, no, I don't, I mean, I didn't say that out loud, right? I lied. I lied through my teeth, like, because I was sitting there looking at my ex, waiting on him to say anything to, like, tell me he didn't really want to end this. But, of course, at this point, he'd been with this other person for, like, a year, because it took us so long to get the divorce completed, right? And I'm going to tell you, it was awful. I cried so hard in front of a room full of strangers as I lied to a judge about the fact that I genuinely believed that my divorce was in the best interest of my child, that we had in, uh, irrecon irreconcilable differences. I can barely say that, but I didn't believe that they were irreconcilable at that point, right? Like, I believed that we could work them out, but he did not want us anymore, right? He had made decisions that had moved him forward a different direction. And so I exited my marriage feeling like an idiot. Like, I'm going to be really honest with you, just an absolute idiot. Because it's impossible to know if you did the right thing. Like, it's literally impossible. And it takes years down the road for you to be able to kind of like heal from that pain. 
um, depending on how you do it, right? If you go the long way, which is the way that I tried to go, um, it takes a lot of time. And I, even to this day, right? Even to this day, it's hard for me to say that we couldn't have worked it out because I just don't know right? I just don't know. And we had a lot of differences, guys. We had a lot of differences. We had a lot of things that we were not congruent on, um, things that had popped up as the relationship had progressed over the years. But again, that was with all of these other things going on. That was with all of my resentment and hostility and anger and bitchy behavior and all the shit that I was doing that was making it infinitely worse. And I was just so busy pointing the finger at him that I couldn't see that, right? Like, I just couldn't see that. And so, even to this day, it's hard for me to say, yeah, we would have never worked out because I just don't necessarily feel confident that that's the truth. Like, I feel like had I shown up as my best version of myself and had he shown up as his best version of himself, that we would have completely changed, you know? And the truth is, in relationship, we don't, right? We just don't show up as our best version of ourselves. And so when people tell me that they're considering divorce, the first thing I always pitch is like, have you really looked at you? Like, have you really gotten serious and gone deep with what you're responsible for in this relationship? Because if you haven't, you have absolutely no business even talking about divorce paperwork because people think that it's hard on the inside of a tough marriage, it is just as fucking hard, if not harder, being a single mom on the other side of divorce, okay? Like, I'm sorry, but people think that it's going to solve their problems, and the truth is it just creates different problems, okay? And so, making the move to rush to a divorce because you're unhappy, like, when people say they're unhappy, I just, ugh, okay, yeah, like, sure, but happiness is not the other person's responsibility. It's yours, right? And I spent years being unhappy in my marriage, thinking it was his fault. But really what I was unhappy with was my own damn self. But I couldn't put that shit together, right? It took literally years after my marriage before I finally went, whoa, like, I can appreciate my body. I can love me. No wonder I was so miserable in my marriage. I fucking hated me. Like... When you hate you, it's pretty hard to love anybody else, right? And I didn't know that. Nobody taught me how to love myself growing up, right? In fact, people taught me the opposite. They taught me how to dislike myself, how to hate my own body, how to, I mean, literally, like, and that's what most of us are brought up being taught, right? Is how to criticize the shit out of ourselves and dislike ourselves to the point that we actually drag other people through that bullshit, right? And so... I gotta tell you, you know, if you somehow stumbled upon here because you're trying to get the the good and the... Like, I've seen so many people in divorce recovery groups who are testing it. They're testing the divorce recovery group to see if they can build a community. Like, they use all kinds of excuses, right? I'm, I'm building a community so that, you know, when it does finally happen, I have people I can fall back on. Uh, you know, I, I'm... And it's like... They're not supportive communities. Like, it just, ugh, it irritates the shit out of me. Anyway, like, and to me, it's like, if you're there, you're dabbling, okay? You're not fully committed to saving your marriage at all. 
You've already decided what you want, and you're just not making a move. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, if you're that person, this is going to be an unpopular opinion right now, okay? So just go ahead and brace yourself. But stop being a bitch, all right? Either strap on your big girl panties and figure out how the fuck to solve your marriage problems, okay? And there are a lot of great programs out there. There's a lot of great stuff out there. Um, The Relationship Transformers program is fucking incredible. I wish it would have existed or that I would have known anything about it whenever I went through my divorce, okay? Mort Fertel, his program, fucking incredible. The shit he teaches, I was just like, first of all, nobody ever taught me how to be in a relationship. That guy teaches you how to be in a relationship, how to be good at being in a relationship. It was mind-blowing, right? So stop being a bitch and either take 100% responsibility for your relationship and solving the problems that are in it, or pull the damn trigger and get the fuck out of it. Now, if you're one of those people that's like, no, because I, I had someone get really like, criticize my argument that, like, at the end of the day, you should try to protect your marriage first. They were like, no, I disagree. Happy mom first. I'm sorry, but what makes you so special that your happiness is more important than everybody else's? Like... It just threw me, right? Because if you think that your children are necessarily going to be happier because of a divorce, like, you got another thing coming. That first couple years, whoo, it is hell. And depending on how old your kids are, I was lucky. I had a young one. If your kids are older, it is not easier. Okay? It's not easier. And the truth is, your kids get to grow up really fast. Because all of a sudden, they are bearing, like, complete and utter witness to the destruction of their parents' marriage, right? And oftentimes that gets messy because grown people can't act like grown people, right? Because we can't show up mature and be our best selves because we're already pissed off at that person and we hold resentment and anger and bitterness and hostility and all sorts of other shit, right? We show up that way. So, For me, I see this all the time, right? I see this all the time where people are testing the waters. I did it. I did it. My husband and I talked ourselves off of the ledge of divorce probably once a year for probably four years. I mean, probably every single year we had the discussion. And it was painful every year, and every year we would be like, just kidding, this isn't what I want, you know? And we'd go back on it. But we never really put in the work that was necessary to strengthen our relationship, to to solve the problems that were the repeat offenders, right? Because you know what I'm talking about. Everybody's got those repeat problems in their relationship that are just, like, they're never-ending, right? Like, they're never-ending. They're just ongoing problems, right? Like, he only helps clean the floor. He doesn't clean anything else, and it drives me fucking crazy. He moves my keys. He always moves my damn keys. And then in the morning, I'm trying to leave, and I can't find my keys, right? Like, it's stupid shit. It is stupid, obnoxious shit. He would leave his underwear on the floor, right? He would leave his underwear on the floor. Like, it was just dumb shit. And was there plenty of things that I did that were the equivalent of that? Yeah, I left the bathroom a fucking mess every day. Like, after I'd get ready, the bathroom would just be wrecked. And that poor guy wouldn't have any space to brush his damn teeth, right? But did I ever consider that? Hell no, because I was busy pointing the finger, which is what most of us do. So if you happen to stumble across this right now because you are a dabbler, put on your big girl panties and make a decision, all right? Either pull the plug, which I would not recommend immediately if you haven't tried fucking everything, okay? Because I'm telling you, if you leave, if 
you walk away from your marriage and you don't know that you know that you tried everything you could try, and again, Relationship Transformers, Bort Fortel, I'm telling you, there's good programs out there. If you didn't try everything you could to save your marriage, you are going to feel tremendous regret. You are going to feel tremendous shame. You are going to feel tremendous guilt. And I'm just speaking from experience, okay? Because I did this already. I did this. And I, you know, and I'm going to say years later, yeah, I'm, I'm good, right? Like I've come a long way, but that doesn't mean that I don't still think, I I don't know, man. I don't know if we could have fixed it. We were very different people by the end of it, but had we ever shown up as our best selves, as our most empathetic, loving selves, what would that have looked like? You know, and we just, we never did. So I don't know. And I would tell you that if, you know, you're a dabbler that found your way to this, for the love of all that is holy, strap on your big girl panties, go find some of those programs, go work your ass off to work on you, not them. Now, again, I, I always have to preface this, but like, if you're being abused, okay, walk the fuck out. Walk, run, turn and leave 180 degrees. But if you're like most of us who are not in an abusive relationship or just in a relationship where slowly the passion has faded, where we no longer understand each other, listen to each other, we don't pay attention to each other, we're roommates in an awkward, you know, space that we call home, then there's work to be done, okay? So I'm a huge proponent And I I will say that I'm, you know, I'm not going to say I'm anti-divorce because I do think that there are times when divorce is called for, you know. And a lot of people will say, well, he cheated. That's justification. I mean, I guess according to the court, but again, I don't, I don't personally believe that a relationship can't be saved because somebody cheated. Now, if there's somebody who, like, is a serial cheater and that's just their thing, like, I got a buddy who her man has cheated like, shit, Like, he was cheating with, like, multiple women at the same time. Yeah, leave his ass, okay? That's not what your your kids need to see is mama getting cheated on routinely because she won't leave a piece of shit, right? Like, that's different. But if somebody had one indiscretion and you guys were in a pretty bad situation, I don't know. I'm pretty convinced that you can come back from that. I mean, I've seen people do it, so, you know. And that Relationship Transformers program, uh, Stacey and Paul... I think it's Martino, you know, they work with couples who have had cheating and stuff like that, and they have really impressive success with it, you know, of bringing people back from those levels of pain. So, I'm going to tell you that as a divorce coach, I am not pro-divorce, okay? I'm, not, I'm just not, right? Like, I just think that as, in, in general, we as people give up entirely too easily, just way too easily, and because of that, because I can even speak from my own experiences and admit that I think I threw in the towel well before I had exhausted all of the possible efforts, it created a lot of angst in me for a long time, a lot of feelings of regret and shame that honestly were devastating. I mean, I really loved that man. I I really loved my ex. 
so deeply. And even going through the divorce, I mean, it was almost a year as it played out. I was so consistently reminded of the fact that I loved this person. This was not an easy decision. And so for those of you who, again, are dabblers, who stumbled upon this somehow, go make some decisions. Go take care of what you need. Make, like, do some work on you. Because that's the only thing you can change, okay? And that is what I teach now as a divorce coach. That the only person you can control is you. And so frequently we think we're going to control our spouse. We, we legitimately think that, right? We, like, they're not grown people with money and jobs and, like, you know their own motivations, values, characteristics, right? Like, we know these things, yet we still try very, very hard to control and manage the people around us. And in our relationship, we are the worst, okay? Just real talk. You would not treat your best friends the way that you treat your spouse. And that's just true. You, and you guys know what I'm talking about. You've gotten pissed off in the heat of battle and called them some names that you're like, God, I wouldn't even call my best friend that name, right? I would never say this shit to someone <coughs> that I worked with, or... It's just, it's crazy, right? Marriage is super complex, and I don't want to underplay the intensity of marriage and how challenging it can be. And again, I'm not talking about people who are being abused, alright? I'm talking about the normal, like, regular group of people out there who are in marriages that have gone cold marriages that have gone stagnant so as a divorce coach I am not pro-divorce alright if somebody comes to me and they haven't made the decision to actually make like start going and processing like the paperwork and getting that shit underway I won't work with them I will send them to another program I will send them to Stacy and Paul or I will send them to more because at the end of the day, like, I don't want to be a part of them moving through something. Make a decision that is too rash, right? Giving up their family and their relationship when the truth is it could be solved, right? And I'm not the expert on whether you can solve your marriage or not, okay? Like, let me be honest with you. That is not my skill set. I can tell you how to get through the divorce, how to overcome it as quickly as possible, but I can't tell you how to solve your marriage. That's not something that I successfully did. And I feel that even to this day. Which is why I'm so passionate about pushing people to protect their marriages, work on their marriages, work on themselves before they run and jump off that divorce cliff. Okay? Because it's just, it's too important, man. It's too important. Our families are at stake. That first year... When my son, who was two, asked me every 15 minutes, where is daddy? It was so painful. It was so painful. I would tell him he was at work over and over and over again throughout the day. Now, was he always at work? Hell no. There were days when he was with his new girlfriend. There were days when he was, you know, off doing his thing with his boys or whatever. And it was devastating to me. Because I'm over there going, man, I messed up. I never brought my best self to that relationship. And now I'm over here telling my son that his daddy's at work every day. When I know his daddy's maybe at work. 
But his daddy might not be. His daddy might be with his new girlfriend. With his soon-to-be stepmom. You know? And that was painful. God, it was painful. And I felt so guilty for my baby. Who did not understand what was going on. And did not understand why all of a sudden his daddy was just not present. You know? He just didn't get it. And his dad isn't a bad person. His dad didn't just disappear on purpose. Like, it's just how it works. Right? Like, you do a custody agreement. And unless you are, like, really skilled and live super close. You know? One of you is taking the child more often than the other. And I had my child the majority of the time. And my sweet boy asked me all the time, every day, a hundred times a day some days, where his daddy was at. I'm going to tell you that you do not want to go to that space with your children unless you absolutely, 100%, with total clarity, confidence, and certainty, know that you did everything you could to save your marriage. That you did everything you could to be the best most authentic version of yourself to be the most loving, caring, like, forgiving person that you could be. You do not want to go to that space with your children unless you are certain that you did everything you could. Because once you pull that trigger, man, there's no unpulling it. There's no undoing it, right? It's it is pretty intense, man. Like, I, I literally, in my head, I'm sitting here equating it to, like, suicide. Like, once you make that decision, there's no undoing it, right? Like, it's... And people try. People try to undo it. A shocking percentage of people actually remarry the person they divorced. Right? Tons of people try to undo it. But once you do it, man, it just... I mean, it's like, um... It's like breaking something, you know? Like something like porcelain or where it's like you can glue it back together it's never really going to be the same you know like it's it's serious guys so just don't be a dabbler if you are one of those people right now that's like trying to decide if you should end your marriage and you're out there testing the waters and seeing what support is offered and all of those things. And you're not in a, like, abusive relationship. You need to go figure it out. Okay? You need to go find yourself a mentor couple. You need to go find yourself a program. You need to go find yourself a mentor for you and how you can improve yourself in your marriage. And here's the deal. If those things don't work, right? If you go do all of the work, you come back and you still can't figure it out. It's still not working. All you did was make yourself better for your future relationships, right? Like, if your marriage does indeed end, all you did was make yourself better for your kids and for your future relationships. And that's not a terrible loss, guys. That's just not, okay? Because to be honest with you, <clears throat> post-divorce, you need a little bit of healing time. Alright? You, you just do. And... Working on yourself, right? Personal growth, personal development is never a loss, okay? It's just not. It's just not, right? So I, I would argue that people who are in really great, thriving, amazing relationships should take Mort's course and Stacey and Paul's course, right? Like, I think <clears throat> those are excellent programs. And even if you're in an incredible relationship, you should 
look at those things for the sake of growing your own skills and your own relationship, right? And any future relationships you might have, right? If you're single and you're like, man, I don't know. I think you should take those relation or those courses because, <clears throat> again, nobody teaches us how to be effective in relationships. Nobody teaches us <clears throat> how to forgive people easily and quickly, right? Stacy and Paul do. Nobody teaches us the skills that are actually needed to be in a long-term, productive, loving relationship. But there are people out there who do. And if you go seek them out and find them, you will find that there's plenty of information that you do not know. There's plenty of tactics and strategies that you are not putting into place. Now again, I'm not saying that's going to save your marriage, but I'm saying you, you owe it to yourself, to your kids, to your family, to your spouse, right? To try. I mean, the worst that happens is it doesn't work. You spend another six months to a year in that relationship, and you leave. Right? That's the worst that happens. And I know some of you are like, God, I don't know if I can do another six months to a year. Yep, was there too. All the way up until that moment when he walked out and found somebody new. And it was very clear that I had not done everything that I needed to do. I had not done everything that was necessary in order to try and save it. I'm just saying. You can live with regret or you can live with a certainty that you did everything you could. And that's my argument. It's just too many people let go of their marriages without having done anything. They'll say, well, I did everything. What would you do? Well... He said we weren't having enough sex, so I had sex with him, like, you know, for a solid week, and he was still mad. That was something I said once. I said, he says that we don't have enough sex. So for, like, a week, I just threw it at him, right, every day when he walked in. And his attitude didn't change, and I was like, well, guess that didn't work. That wasn't the problem. Okay, do you guys see the fundamental flaw there? Like, if we weren't having enough sex, according to him, right, then maybe we maybe we weren't. But one week of trying to solve the problem probably isn't going to fix anything, right? Like, recognizing that, you know, if your husband, if you're like, hey, you never help with the dishes, and he helps for one week, and then he stops, right, you're going to be like, see, I knew there was no real change, Right? Which is exactly what I was doing with everything. I mean, and the, I could tell you many stories of things that I did where I was like, okay, he complained about this. I'll fix it for a week and we'll see if it makes an improvement. I fixed it for a week and of course it didn't make an improvement. But it's like, who buys into that? Who buys into behavior change for a week? Like, I was waiting on him to tell me, yes, you did such a good job. Congratulations. Now keep up the good work. Instead of just being better. Instead of just acknowledging that, like, for example, with the sex thing, I had libido issues. I didn't recognize what the libido issues were at that point. I can tell you what they are now, right? The libido issues were the fact that I hated my own body. I was uncomfortable in my skin. I did not feel sexy. I did not want to be naked in front of somebody who just kept getting bitter with age. And I was just looking worse and worse, right? Like, after my child, I gained a bunch of weight. And then I told myself all sorts of excuses and bullshit about how I didn't have time and I 
it was hard to work out and blah, 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 right? I gave myself plenty of reasons why I couldn't change my situation. Now, obviously, post-divorce, I have. I've lost friggin' shit. How much have I lost now? 50, 60? About 60 pounds. I mean, I've lost a lot of weight, right? But the whole time I was in my marriage, I hated my body. And, of course, that tanked my libido. And then when he'd say, hey, I don't feel like we're having enough sex, I would take it all personally. When in reality, yeah, we, we weren't really having sex. Because I didn't want to be naked in front of him. Which is the one person on the planet who you should have no problem being naked in front of, right? Like, all I'm saying, guys, is... You can do what I did, which is figure out what happened and what went wrong afterwards. Like, you can do that. Or you can work your ass off before the marriage explodes, right? You can work your ass off to try and save it and try and fix you. Because guess what? You are an intricate part of the process and usually the problem. Let's be honest, okay? For those of you who are like, no, I'm not part of the problem. He cheated. I'm not going to say that he cheated because of you, but I am going to say that if he or you got to a place where one of you cheated, you are in a bad place, okay? And you didn't just magically arrive there. They didn't just make that decision and ruin the marriage. The marriage was already in a tough place to begin with, okay? See, so many people who believe that shit, right, that he cheated and, you know, our marriage was perfect before then. Wrong! If he could cheat, if it was that easy for him to wander away or for you to wander away, it was fucked up to begin with, guys. That doesn't mean it was not salvageable. And it doesn't mean that it's not salvageable now that one of you cheated, alright? It just means that it was already in a tough place and it takes two to tango, okay? Nobody wants to admit that. Nobody wants to admit that they are a part of the problem, right? I'm telling you, I didn't want to admit that I was a part of the problem. Till my whole damn life was crashing around me. And then all of a sudden, I knew I was part of the problem. There was no denying it. So, I'm just saying, guys. I, I'm, as a divorce coach, I am not pro-divorce. Okay? I'm not anti-divorce either. Because, like I said, I do feel like there are times when it is absolutely necessary and called for. But I think that there are way less times that it is necessary and called for than we often give it credit. I think we often give too many opportunities to walk out of our marriages and walk out of our relationships. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a beautiful day, and I will talk to you very soon.